0: Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a ton to get to. Can't wait, but real quick, you know the deal. Hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, don't forget today's episode is presented to you by Sugarfire in Westminster. I'll talk about them a little bit later in the show. Uh, Before we get into headlines, though, i got to tell you this. Do you ever just eat something and you're like, "Mm, damn, that's good. So good. Such a random thing to just sit back and go, yeah, I made a right choice in my life right now. I ate one of those and pickles, and it's like a half one. You know, not a spear. <laughs> what? Really? No. I did like a half a pickle. So freaking good. My My dog is just sitting there looking at me, like, judging me like I'm a sinner. And also waiting for me to make a mistake so he can decide to gobble that shit up. Anyway, I'm in a good mood because of that. You're welcome. And no, eating pickle isn't a euphemism for eating wiener, okay? Jeez. Sickos. Oh, I bet he did eat a a pickle. Wink, wink. Apparently you're French. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I am judging you. Look at you and your pickle. I bet you like to gobble that thing up. Gobble, gobble. Anyway. Let's get into some headlines.
1: Let's go. Let's go. And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> the
0: man, it's it's always something with a restaurant. Doesn't matter what country you're in, somebody's always trying to scam a restaurant. An Australian man said he was left sweating and shaking after disgusting McDonald's burger surprise had him vomiting. This is what he consumed. It was an undercooked beef patty.
2: (gasps) Oh, no, you poor
0: thing. Listen, he said that he started feeling sweaty and shaky immediately and then began vomiting. That's not how it works. (laughs) Sorry, that that part of you feeling shaky and sweaty and vomiting. That's that's a mental thing. Because undercooked meat usually takes about three to four days after you consume it before you start seeing symptoms, especially if it's like E. coli. Now, salmonella is usually right around six hours to even up to six days after consuming something that has salmonella bacteria. So if you say immediately you started feeling sick and immediately began to start vomiting... It's bullshit, when, especially when it comes to beef. Now, there's other things like chicken and especially shellfish. I believe it's shellfish if it's, if it's at improper temperatures. Uh, you can start getting sick within 30 minutes, something like that. It's pretty pretty bad, and I guess it's pretty horrifying. I don't know the specific bacteria that you just consumed, but it, it's pretty nasty. So you got to be careful with that stuff. Yeah. Well. Anyway, but I'm looking at this article and I'm like, "What in the hell?" So I read it, and the this is the funniest part of the article is a quote from the Australian man who ate this who undercooked beef. I feel like there's been a difference in my singing as well from the vomiting. <laughs> What'd you think? You had a voice cross between Fergie and Jesus? I don't think so, my friend.
2: Let's give them something to talk about. How about love? love, Love. Love, love, love. Let's give it our dig it. You know, I don't know. I just, I didn't want to sing too loud because I don't want to wake up Robert and Nancy. My throat's sore. I've had a sore throat for a month and a half. And this is not an acoustic environment that's suitable
0: to request this from me. You got to know, I'm not just some guy. Brennan, that is the voice of an angel. Brennan, I can't even make eye contact with you right now. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. (laughs) What a douche. This gives so many legitimate problems a bad name. You know, if you went in there and you accidentally consumed something raw that that actually did make you sick, you're less likely to be believed. Remember when I went to that McDonald's just down the road from me and my wife and kid, my son, they got a like six piece nugget, whatever, whatever it was and the chicken was raw. I mean like raw. First of all, I was surprised (laughs) that it was real chicken. And then two, (laughs) I'm like, what the hell? And when I went up and my wife had, uh, they both, had ate like at least a half uh, a bite of those it, before they're like, wait a minute, I should not have swallowed that type of thing. And when I went up to the front, there's like, okay, I can make you another one. Like, first of all, I want a fucking apology for you serving me raw chicken nuggets to my wife and my son. Never got it. Never got it. Ridiculous. I had somebody else send me a picture of Burger King, and I want to say it was a chicken sandwich that they ordered, and it was raw, like big-time raw. And it's frustrating. And last I heard, that individual didn't get any sort of communication back saying that, that there was a problem because you got a bunch of idiots like this that cause a fuss. And sadly, we live in a society unless you unless you blast them on social media, usually things don't get done. And that's frustrating. But it can work in your benefit. I did that once because uh I took my car somewhere and they I don't remember what repair they did, but they ended up having I I think they rotated the tires, but they put the tires on wrong. And I'm leaving, and at the time, my son was, like, maybe a year, year and a half. And I called the lady, and uh, or I called the shop, and the lady's just like, as eh, should be fine. We don't have an appointment to get you in to fix this until next week. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I was like, you guys need to get me in now. She's like, you can be mad at all you want, but we're not getting this in. So I blasted them on social media. And tagged the corporate. Guess what happened? They called me or contacted me, gave me their phone number, and we talked on the phone. They're like, we'll, we'll come and tow your vehicle over there, fix it, give you a refund, all this stuff. Don't know why she would say that. That's extremely dangerous. Sometimes you have to do that. And it's annoying. But when you got this little little drama queen saying that he ate a undercooked burger... And then he felt, I felt sweaty and shaky, okay. And I began to vomit, and I'm pretty sure it messed up my singing voice, okay. That ruins it for everybody else when somebody else has a legitimate problem. <laughs> Come on, so stupid. I read that, and I'm like, that should be the headline: McDonald's ruins man's singing voice. <laughs> Uh, I think that guy's full of, you know what? Ah, uh, I don't know why I didn't say shit. Because <laughs> come on, man. He is just, it is poured out of his ears. So ridiculous. Have you ever gone to a restaurant and it's severely undercooked and they don't seem to care? It's so frustrating. I love it. and And, and I hate being in that position. Like, but... It really tells you something about the restaurant and how much they care about you and also, you know, the CYA. If you present them with a problem like this and they're like, oh, my God, this is unacceptable. I am so sorry. And they fix it and they give you your money back. It's not about getting my money back. It's a matter of like, do you guys really give a crap that you're serving uh, horrible things? I used to hate when I would work the grill at Chipotle. For one reason is if if it was mostly when I first started, I was really nervous about this. I I guess by the the end of my term there at at Chipotle, I was better at it and much more confident. But it, it kind of freaked me out whenever a pregnant woman would come in and they would and they would buy, you know, like a chicken sandwich or a chicken burrito, excuse me. Because like if that stuff's not not cooked properly and not at the right temperatures, which we were always good at, it was just one of those things in the back of my head, it just freaked me out, being like, I would hate for the, her and the baby to get sick. It would be awful. Could you imagine that? But we never had any issues like that at Chipotle that I that I can recall. And every time we had the health inspector come into any Chipotle that I worked at, they we were upset if we got dinged on one thing, if if there was any one thing that we messed up on and we didn't get 100 percent, you know, satisfaction by the health inspector. We were pissed if, we, if it was just one. Whereas I worked at some other companies where they're like, did we technically pass? <laughs> they're like, yeah, but you got all these other things. But we passed. Right. Right. OK. All right. Nobody
1: died today, guys.
0: (laughs) Ah, those places were disgusting. (laughs) Disgusting. So anyway, be careful. And everybody I see on social media is saying the same thing, that this guy's just being a giant wuss. (laughs) So if you're going to make a complaint, make sure that you're complaining about the right things. And the way he's describing it, he's just being a, a wuss. A Vietnamese man was suffering from headaches for, I want to say, about five months. And then finally, he goes back into the doctor because he had five months prior, he was in in the doctor's office and they discovered that he had pieces of chopsticks lodged in his brain. (laughs) I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh. But he did. Apparently, five months prior, he had been in a fight a very aggressive fight. And somehow the chopsticks made their way up the guy's nose and then just part of them broke off in right around his brain. That's a fight I would love to see. I know that's wrong. And the guy, you know, had some, you know, long-term damage from it, but as far as I know, he's going to make a full recovery. He should be fine. So, okay, I don't feel that bad about it. But what kind of psychopath was he fighting? And how did he survive? Because if I'm fighting somebody and all of a sudden I see them grab chopsticks, I'm like, oh, those are either going in my eyeballs, my ears, or up my nose. Or maybe maybe up the back end. I don't know. Either way, it's not going to end well. Man, it's like a Steven Seagal type old school movie or 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 just anything like that where there's, like, all he has is, like, a pen. Well, he's dangerous with a pen. Well, apparently the guy he fought was pretty dangerous with chopsticks. He shoved them up his nose. Oh, my God. It's horrifying. But so intriguing. (laughs) Be like, what is he doing? Like, you're a bystander watching this. Why does he have the chop? Oh, no. He shoved the chopsticks up his nose. Oh, God. Does that not give you the chills? Ooh. No way. No way. Yeah, so the, after that guy's fight, he had to go to the doctors, and then the, they checked him out, and they, they didn't notice that the part of the chopsticks were still up his nose by his brain. So freaking scary. It's like he didn't die. This has been making the rounds at the 2023 Deal Book Summit in New York. I believe the New York Times was sponsoring this. And I believe that one of their guys was the individual interviewing Elon Musk. And Elon started talking about uh, advertisers that are going to be boycotting X, formerly Twitter. Specifically, the CEO of Disney, Bob Iger. Here you go.
1: There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger today. I hope today. they stop. You hope? Uh, don't advertise.
2: You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go f*** yourself. But go f*** yourself. <laughs> is that clear? Uh, I hope it is. Hey, Bob. If you're in the audience.
1: <laughs> well, well, let me ask you then...
2: That's how I feel. Don't about, advertise.
1: How do you think, then, about the economics of, of X? If, 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 if part of the underlying model, at least today, and maybe it needs to shift, maybe the answer is it needs to shift away from advertising. Um, if, if you believe that this is the one part of your business where you will be beholden to those who uh, have this view, what G- do you do? F Y. I, I understand that, but there's a reality, too. <laughs> right? Yes. No, no. It, it, I, I mean, Linda no, Yoccarino's right here, and she's uh, got to sell uh,
2: advertising. Absolutely. So, um, no, no, totally, totally. So, so, no, no actually, what, what this advertising boycott is uh, is, is going to do, it's, it's going to kill the company. And do you think that the company— And the whole world will know that
1: those advertisers killed the company, and we will document it in great detail. But there are those advertisers, I imagine, are going to say— they're going to say we didn't kill the company. Oh yeah. They're going to say tell to tell to earth. But they're going to say that they're going to say Elon that you killed the company because you said these things and that they were inappropriate things and that they didn't feel comfortable on the platform, right? And that's see. that's and, what and they're
2: going to say. And let's see how earth
1: responds to that.
0: <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Elon. Come on, man. Just because you have the ability to sit up there and speak. Doesn't mean you should. Doesn't mean you should, buddy. There's a lot going on there. During the video, he's just smug as shit. And I get it. You're a smart guy, but this is a dumb move. You're trying to say you got giant balls and you don't mind standing up to the big bad enemy that is Disney in this situation, right? They're boycotting you and Blah, 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 blah. And they're trying to influence others as well. But you going up there and telling people that they can go fuck themselves is not helping the situation. It's not. At the end of the day, he's dicking around. He could lose X and ultimately he would be fine. Ultimately. He'll take a hit, yes, obviously. And in the media, he'll be you know, ridiculed and blah, blah, blah as a failure for X. Ultimately, he'll be fine and move on. But the problem is, is there's several. There's so many people that work at X that he's just dicking around and in, in, in playing with their jobs and their, their futures. Doesn't give a crap. They're the ones that are going to be affected. And yes, this is your fault, Elon. You can't be doing that. Disney doesn't care about X they don't care if you fail you're sitting there saying well everybody on earth is gonna know tell Earth that who who ruined X I think everybody on the planet has an idea <laughs> it's Elon you're the one out there running your you know flapping your gums shut your pie hole and let everybody else. The CEO, everybody else run the company. You, you're making it worse for everybody else. And like I said, Disney doesn't care if you fail. Disney people companies like that, they don't need X. They don't need to be using what you got. Because they're Disney. There's a lot of companies out there that just don't need X. People like me, I need X because it helps promote my show. It also allows me to interact with some of the listeners. I got I, there. There's different groups of listeners that I have. There's people that are on the X slash Twitter platform. I have a lot of listeners on Facebook. a Few on Instagram. Hardly any on Instagram. <laughs> and, and and TikTok now. But if all of a sudden x goes away i lose a good chunk of a way for me to interact with my listeners that's a problem listen elon you're fucking with me don't fuck with my shit just shut your mouth and don't talk about it and don't badmouth your your potential or even if they're if they're bad mouthing you don't bad mouth them back be the better person but you going out there and saying they could go fuck themselves That's not helping anything. That's hurting things. And ultimately, what people are going to remember is you being an arrogant fuck. That's what's going to happen, right? Nobody's going to say if if X falls apart and and closes its doors, nobody's going to say, well, thanks a lot, Disney. No. No. Come on. Disney should just buy X. (laughs) Then... And just let let the current staff other than Elon just run it, right? And then they can prove that it can be a success. Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> it won't happen, but it would be funny. God, tell tell it to Earth. Shut up. Elon. I mean, sometimes I don't mind you coming out there and just being your weird normal self. But in this situation, you're just you're you're poking the bear. it's it's almost like he wants to feel macho and liked because when you watch the video, he has this weird smirk on his face and it's, it's him just like waiting for the reaction from the audience of like, I just said that you guys think I'm cool. You guys think I'm cool. Did you hear what I said to the CEO of Disney? I told him he could go fuck himself. (laughs) I'm tough. Dude. Come on, man. No, stop it. Stop. You're just hurting yourself and and your employees. It's ridiculous. It's annoying. And you're also potentially hurting my pocketbook. So, damn you. Damn you. Front and center. You're screwing over Scott DeHuff. And I don't like it. Don't like it one bit. You know what I do like? Is that Sugarfire came out with their holiday menu... Liz, the GM, sent it to me last night. Oh, my gosh. They've been working on this, and it looks so beautiful. If you want to go with Sugarfire to have them take, take the reins and take over the holiday menu, you got to get your orders placed by Wednesday, December 20th. You can get a whole smoked turkey with gravy, $9.99 a pound, and they average between 8 and 12 pounds. Oh, my God, that's awesome. I love a smoked turkey. You also can get whole smoked beef tenderloin with horseradish cream sauce and a jus. A jus. That's how you have to say it. Oh, 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 oh. oh so good. They also have dinner packs, six out. excuse me, six ounce of uh, turkey breast with gravy. Uh, oh, my God. I can't. A groton potatoes. <laughs> I, I am the least sophisticated person I know. Green beans a la monde. I don't know how I don't know how to say this. I should have I should have looked it up. It's basically fancy for delicious. Caramel pecan, pecan, applesauce, <laughs> cornbread with honey butter, your choice of pie. That's like $29.99 a person. You get all that fancy stuff, super delicious stuff for just $29.99. Yes, please. Oh my god, that's that's a great deal. You can get the holiday sides. Um, you can get pints, quarts, gallons. That's with those potatoes, those fancy green beans, caramel pecan. God, I, keep say, I never say pecan. It's pecan applesauce, caramel pecan applesauce. You can also get the cornbread with honey butter. Holy crap. You can get a pan of 12 or a pan of 24. Oh, my Lord. Chocolate, uh, <laughs> chocolate pecan pie. $31.99 for a whole pie. That's a lot. And they do not skimp on the serving sizes. You can also get the regular meats and sides and desserts available. So go ahead and place your order. You got to call them. Write this number down 720 639 4903. Or you can come by the store and place your order by December 20th. Again, they're at 144th and Orchard Parkway. On the south side of 144th, they're right next to Snooze. Go in there, set up your order. It's going to be great. Let them do all the work so you can have a nice, relaxing holiday. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. I butchered that commercial. I got to be honest. <laughs> I did. did. I'm not very proud of myself right now. I'm full of shame. Full of shame. Deion Sanders was named Sports Illustrated's 2023 Sportsman of the Year. And when I saw that, I'm like, wow, that's great. That's great. But it has a lot of people upset. A lot. I'm going to read one comment from Twitter. This is what Dave wrote. Dave, longtime listener of the show. I'm giving him this year. Better be less mouth and more performing next year. I love Prime, but too much this year. We coming, then fall on your ass. First of all, I didn't like how you worded all that. (laughs) There's a lot of slang and bleh. It's like you vomited the letters on there, Dave. Come on. I respect you, but geez. Uh, I have a small brain, and it's very confusing to me. Here's the thing. No matter how you look at it, this was a success for Deion Sanders. I know he is a popular person to hate. We just talked about that the other day with Romy Bean on this show. And it's people just want to jump on the bandwagon of hate. The way you got to look at this is the CU Buffs were a success this year. They didn't make the playoffs. No. They came out hot. And then went out cold, but it is a massive culture change that is taking place over at the University of Colorado. He changed so many lives and, he, and and I know that he has that you know personality that that either rubs you the right way or rubs you the wrong way. And so many people that hate Deion Sanders. Are the people that are just like, he just rubs me the wrong way. He's just out there talking too much. I get it. But he's really not talking as much as you think he is. He's all about loving the university, loving the players and making them better people. He just has a great personality that just is out there more than the, you know, monotone stereotypical coach out there. He has a lot of personality. He's got a lot of flash. His name's fucking primetime. Do some research on the guy. And then also there's, there's some people out there that are just hating on him because they're fucking racist. That's a problem too. Whether, whether they want to admit it or not. Maybe they don't fully realize that that's the case. But I'm not saying all the people that are hating on him are, are racist. But there are start start reading threads and you'll start seeing their racism spill out but at the end of the day the way i look at this is while the season prior they i believe they only won one game but leading up to that they were averaging i want to say four wins something like that so it's essentially the same subtracting the year prior dave is right when you say this next season, they better make a, a bowl game. I'm not saying they got to be fighting for the national championship. No. But they need to be fighting for a bowl game. They should be winning six games, seven games maybe. If that happens this next season, you guys better be shutting your fucking mouths. I get it. The problem, the, par- the biggest problem is when I say that he's not as mouthy as you guys think he is, the problem is the media is mouthy for him. The media is out there sucking him sideways, putting putting him on every program nationally, and when the program wasn't, when the, the team wasn't winning, it's like, why are you guys still out there promoting him? Because he's a big name and he draws in Viewers, that's why. Listen, I, I have no hate towards Deion Sanders or the University of Colorado. I'm excited. You can see what he does behind the scenes just as much as you can see it for in front of the camera. He's all about building these young men into becoming great individuals. That's what he's about. Getting the best out of them and, and you know in letting them move forward in the proper direction. It's I, I I I think it's a popular thing to hate his guts. But I'm also on the side of logic where that's great. First year, there's a lot of talk as far as. You know, you, you're you all about making these guys better men and and it's all, all about changing the culture and all that stuff. That's great. But I think now going into the next season, it's like, OK, there was a lot of talk and there was some signs of improvement. Now, let's see the next step, because if if the buffs go out there next season and they only win four, maybe five games, that's not an improvement. They got to win, I, I say, seven games at least next season in order for me to be happy with their performance. And they need to be, you know, in a bowl. So seven, eight games. So come on. That's, that's the thing. I get it. I get it. But I, I'm, I'm proud of what he's done. As somebody that grew up a CU fan, and seeing how far away they've come since the late 80s, early 90s era. And now, now I mean, they, they at least have a lot of eyes on the school, and that's good. They're positive eyes for the most part. Don't let the, the bandwagon of hate sweep you off your feet and just, and just take you away when it comes to Deion Sanders and the University of Colorado. He's moving everything in the right direction. It is very rare for a new coach and coaching staff and a big sweep of new players to come in and dominate their first go-around. There's a lot more pressure on this upcoming season for him to be successful. We'll see how he handles it. Let's see how his staff handles it. I believe Warren Sapp is going to be coaching the defensive line, I believe it is. I mean, there's a lot of people want to play and coach here. But, like I said, there's a lot of pressure to move forward. This was not a this was not a failure for the University of Colorado. This was a success. But the thing is is you can't just sit there and ride on the success of the first season. You got to move forward. You got to take that next step. If you don't, if you stand still or move backwards, then you, then, then I will say you're all talk. But Deion Sanders being named the Sports Illustrated 2023 Sportsman of the Year. I have no problem with that. No problem with that. If you hate Deion Sanders because of the color of of his skin, then you're a fucking racist, and I hate your fucking guts. Don't listen to this show. If you hate him for other reasons, because you think he's too mouthy, I can respect that. Don't agree with it. But that being said, maybe maybe you're more in tune with it than I am. But at the end of the day, you can't deny that there's been progress, and you can't deny that he is coming in with, a, with an energy that is positive and a, an energy that is based on what seems to be love for his players in the, in, in the school. That's a good thing, guys. Just stop. Take a step back from the negativity. That's all I'm saying. And if you're a racist, eat a dick. All right? All right? Yeah, enjoy that, you little gobbler. <laughs> anyway, congratulations to him. Hopefully you guys are having a good day. I, I hope this wasn't too much of a downer episode. I mean, we did talk about, you know, that guy getting chopsticks shoved up his nose. That was fun. Or that uh, Australian man being a big wuss and being like, oh, my God, the meat is so icky. Uh But you're not sick and you, you could you imagine real quick, going back to that first story? If that guy goes to court and he's just like, I used to have a beautiful singing voice, but now (laughs) I can't. Do you have any recordings of your beautiful singing voice before? No, no. Wait, here's what. Wait, I have this one. It's like some like (laughs) some famous. uh, uh, Who's that? Andre jelly whatever his name is. Oh, they're like, that was me, I swear to God. <laughs> now I can't sing with a lick. Screw you, McDonald's. Uh, it's funny because I'm reading this, and you know what sounds good right now? McDonald's. I want a, a quarter pounder with cheese. Sounds amazing. Double quarter pounder with cheese. Okay? I'm a man, God damn it. I deserve double meat. <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> uh, if you want to join the program maybe you saw a story you want me to react to maybe you have some thoughts on a story please go ahead i love it i love hearing from you guys Dehuffpodcast at gmail.com or you can hit me up on my socials at dehuffpodcast podcast whether you want to make a public a comment or you can just send me a direct message always welcomed i really appreciate you guys you guys have an amazing day. Have a great weekend. Spread the word of the podcast. It always helps with the algorithm so more and more people can, can uh, view it. By the way, I got the Spotify wrapped information. It's where at the end of the year, Spotify, if you're a creator, they send you personalized stuff for your specific show or music. And if you're a listener on Spotify, they tell you what you listen to the most and stuff like that too. Well, for me, for the podcast, and I forgot to pull it up, but all the basically listener listeners through the roof. Uh, all this, all the the great numbers are just through the roof with the podcast. And I can't thank you guys enough. You guys are amazing. Keep keep listening, and uh, I just can't thank you guys enough for doing it. it. It's I'm out here on my own essentially, and and I appreciate that. Every now and then, you know, I get you know, I get a little. I was going to say something inappropriate and gross, but I won't. (laughs) I won't. I won't. (laughs) But anyway, I appreciate it. And a big, big thanks to Mile High Sports for uh, supporting me as well. Nate Lundy and crew over there are great. Uh, The guys over at the Final Word, Joe and Alex, are amazing as well. But you guys, you guys make this thing go around. I appreciate it. Can't thank you enough. Uh, Tell your friends about it. Come swing by Sugar Fire in Westminster. Even if I'm not there, I have my stickers all around, and you can go there. I have them at the bar and stuff like that. You'll see them. It's it's my logo. And go ahead and just grab some of those stickers if you want, and then uh, put them in inappropriate places, <laughs> like bathroom stalls. <laughs> if you do that, you got to send me a picture. Okay, go to Sugar Fire. Whether it's Monday night from six to eight when I'm out there during the football season. Or if you go there, like, say, now, you could go there and uh, the, I have them kind of scattered throughout on the bar and I think at the register, but you'll find some. And uh, go in there and then grab some stickers, grab a bite to eat, and then take a picture of wherever you stick those stickers. <laughs> I think that's funny. Let's Listen, we're going to vandalize the world. Not vandalize. No, we're enhancing it by putting my... My stickers everywhere. Thank you guys so much. Big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster. They're, they're amazing. One hundred and forty fourth and Orchard Parkway on the south side of one hundred and forty fourth, right next to Snooze. Again, go ahead and check out their their holiday menu. I mean, dude, I had so many people that are like, dude, thank you so much for uh, letting me know about the when they did this for Thanksgiving. It was like Paul, there was a guy named Mark, and then Tim. Or uh, the ones that are popping straight to my head, but they all said essentially the same thing. Thank you. It was really good. It was nice to take a break. Nice to take a break. So thank you guys so much. It's to Huff on Censored. Let's continue to move forward. Have an amazing day. Talk to you next time.